who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Missives from the world of Brass. Chapter one, from the desk of Lady Madeline Brass. As a consulting detective, I am an active correspondent with several journals and newspapers and occasionally have been asked to share my thoughts in their pages. Now I am told by my daughter that in the interest of promoting my business, as I believe the tradespeople call it, I should open myself up to readers' questions. Whilst this involves courting numerous, perhaps hazardous faux pas, in the name of commerce I shall risk opprobrium and do so. Here is one from an Elsie Marchton of East Dulwich. <laughs> Good Lord, I suppose there are people capable of correspondence living there. Well, this letter seems to be evidence of such. Dear Lady Brass, so far, so good. I enjoy reading of your exploits in the popular press, O oh Lord, as well as some of your colleagues such as... We are not talking about him. Is there a question here? Ah, here we go. Since I admire you so very much, <laughs> back on firm ground... How might I best train to be an amateur detective and help forestall criminal activity in my own small way? Thank you, Miss Marchton. Seeing as I am a proponent of a well-informed citizenry, particularly if it can result in fewer acts of unsolved criminality, let me share some tips for those who would pursue the fine art of detection. Rule one, be binocular. By this I mean observe on both the micro and macro level. Keep your mind open to the telling detail while not losing sight of the larger picture. Let me give you an example. Some months ago I was in the dining room of the Savoy Hotel. <laughs> by assignment, not by choice, as you might surmise. As I ordered what I suspected would be a somewhat substandard lobster mayonnaise, I noticed an interesting detail about a gentleman standing across the room. I saw he was left-handed, evidenced by how his belt was laced and the parting of his hair. While noticing this, however, I was also cognizant of the larger detail that he was pointing a gun at me with his right hand. Surmising, correctly, that this accurately reflected some deficiency in his marksmanship with this firearm was of immediate and significant benefit uh, to me. 
not so much to him. Rule two, do your research. And by that I mean visit your library. Know its staff, prowl about its stacks, and acquate yourself with the sheer wealth of knowledge to be found on every shelf. While I cannot say I agree with many of the innovations offered to the free citizens of our nations by those of the liberal persuasion, I wholeheartedly embrace their providing free and unbiased access to information through our nation's many libraries. A detective requires research, and there's no better place to conduct it than in a library. Also, a surprising number of corpses turn up in libraries, at least in my experience. So next time you go to your library, you may find a bit of on-the-job training for the amateur sleuth. Rule three. Listen. By this I mean, of course, to be aware, but more than anything, listen to what people say about themselves and about other people, particularly gossip. There's no better way to know the truth about someone than knowing what lies people tell about them. Indulge your curiosity and gossip. I don't mean participate, of course, unless it's for strictly professional reasons. Or particularly good gossip. Rule four. The butler didn't do it. I can say this with confidence because our housekeeper, Mrs. Drake, has never let us hire one. Apply these simple rules and you'll find yourself a celebrated amateur sleuth in no time at all. Working out who took the quince marmalade from the pantry, or why Aunt Ethel has been disinvited to the soiree, or whether or not Dr. Roberts and the house down the street has buried his entire family in the basement. Yes, it's jolly fun indeed, doing a bit of detective work. Join us at a future undetermined date for more of these little chats. Oh, in odds are, Dr. Roberts just taken the family off to Brighton for the weekend. Odds are. To listen to more of the adventures of Lady Brass and her family, find us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please do consider posting a review. It is bomb for our souls to hear from our listeners. <laughs> <laughs>